Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, today is part three, dealing with long-term commitments. Yesterday, I closed by talking about servanthood, talking about how you could be interested in helping. And I talked about some people in our church that, that have just stepped up to the plate. And we have a number of people that serve. I've got a guy that's 87 years old. His name is Tom Tom Fisher. And Tom, every Tuesday, comes to the church about two hours before our seniors meet, and he sets out all the coffee, all the, the treats, all the, everything. He just sets everything up, and when people come, it's ready to go. He's done that for a long, long time. And that group, you talk about a growing group. If you're out there and you're senior anywhere after 60 years old, and you say, hey, I want somewhere to go. I have We have a guy, Pastor Don Burleson, uh, teaches a class for that age on Tuesdays from 10 to 11. They have refreshments and coffee and uh, things for that hour, and they have the greatest time. And I'm telling you, that group has grown like crazy. You would fit right in. It's in our fellowship center. There's, they run close to 70 every week. It's an amazing bunch of folks. And you don't you don't have to go to our church to, to come and be a part of a Bible study. You know, just come and, uh, and be a part of it. It's wonderful. I mean, it is the neatest thing ever. They're, those are some of the most committed people I've ever been around. And we have, like I said, several from other churches that pop in and are just a part of that group and enjoy. You know, it doesn't matter what church you go to. As long as you go to a church that believes in the Word of God and believes that Jesus Christ died for your sins and rose again and that you're going to see Him again in heaven someday, you know, that's the important thing. You don't want to believe hokey things, things that are not in the Word of God. You want to believe things that are backed up by the Word of God. That's what's honest and true and so we need to do that when we talk about commitment. Though, but Tom, I think about him. He is one committed felon. God spared his life a few years ago. He was, it looked like he was in a pass away, and God miraculously spared his life. And now he, ser- he served God before, but now he serves him almost radically because he loves God. He knows that God had a purpose for him. And he has a beautiful wife that's about the same age. That is, she's a servant too, and she works down at the, I believe it's the right, the women's shelter and just all sorts of things. People learn to serve. Anyway, let's uh, move on here. I'm going to, we're going to talk about, you know, we get impressed sometimes by something without thinking we fall victim to it or another distraction. Then, of course, there's the world's desires. We know there's world desires. In fact, listen to First John chapter 2, verse uh 15 through 17, if I can turn to the right page here. And uh, there it is right there, 15 through 17. It says this, it says, Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. Listen to that. It comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. Can you say that with me? But whoever does the will of God lives forever. So many worldly attractions that eat your time, your money, your energies, We sell out to having fun at all costs, even at the point of not paying our commitments or our bills. The world is a mess right now, 
And one of the reasons is people are running from their commitments and expect others to bail them out. I can tell you people that want to be bailed out all the time. Ask, ask, ask. They're making poor decisions. I can't help it. Yes, you can help it. We all can help it. We all make choices. Many children are being taught wrong ideas by parents because we bail them out of everything. Something goes wrong, we bail them out. We don't teach them lessons. Kids will continue down a destructive path, especially if they know that they will always that we will always rescue them. There are times in life that we and our children need to learn life lessons and learn how to keep our commitments. There are people in the world that you won't ever ask to help you because they have a reputation of quitting anything that they start. This kind of goes with the last point that I want to be able to share uh, today about this message, but uh, it's that we get disinterested. In other words, we lose the passion for something, and so we run from the commitment we made. Sometimes we have to grit our teeth and press forward with something, whether we like it or not, maybe a change of scenery. You know, in my life, I had to, and I've told you this story somewhere down the line, but when I was out of high school, I worked for J.R. Simplot Companies for several years during the summer to make some extra money for college. And of course, it was it, it wasn't necessarily an easy job. In fact, it was kind of a difficult. I was put on a up in a place where they made instant potatoes, and so I was up on this stand, and I had a shovel. And I had to shovel mashed potatoes onto these big rollers that rolled round and round and round. And it is about, it must have been 100, 120 degrees up there. So you sweat like crazy, but you're throwing this and you have to, you have to clean the rollers, make sure you keep the scum off it because you want a beautiful layer of potatoes that come out the other side. You want a very thick layer of potatoes that come out that's perfect so they can make instant potatoes. And, you know, it, it was a tough, tough job, but I was getting bored with it because it was it was hard work. You're always shoveling mashed potatoes, and sometimes you get your shovel stuck in there, and, and it was tough. But how I made it interesting was I decided to go down into the lab. The laboratory was downstairs, and I found out that's where we find out our grade of, of potato that we're, that we're serving, and they want to create an A grade. Potato, And so I'd go down there afterwards and see what kind of how we were doing. And sometimes we'd have a B grade and every once in a while a C grade. And I thought, man, let's get this going to an A grade. So I'd start going down there all the time and checking. We got to the point where we knew what we were doing and we were creating A grades all the time. And the boss was over there thanking us for what we're doing because we took interest in it. We took a deeper interest in what we were doing. We just wasn't doing a job. We are responding to that. So we need to have something that would encourage us to give us some zeal to work. And, you know, I enjoyed that. Uh, it ended up being a pretty good year. I liked that better than some of the other things I did out there. But I got to do some sandblasting and building pallets and this and that. But you know what? It sure was a good job for way back then. I can tell you that. Well, Romans chapter 12, verse 11, the Apostle Paul says this, Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. 
Be full of zeal. Be full of excitement, spiritual excitement, serving the Lord with all you have. Walk into the church on a Sunday morning saying, it's going to be about Jesus today. It's not going to be about what pastor says or how the coffee was too cold or or how uh, the music sounded. It's going to be about Jesus. It's about serving him. If we could just change our mentality or is somebody else going to, are they going to talk to me today or what's going to go on? Our minds go all over the place. How about walking into the service I am going to serve the Lord Jesus Christ today. I'm going to worship here. I'm going to I'm going to be fed by the words that the pastor has given me from God. You know, if we would do that, we would be excitement. We would be we would have some excitement in our spiritual walk. We need to keep our spiritual zeal, our excitement about serving the Lord and growing in him daily. I think we he gives us opportunity every day. To have us show zeal in our life, to be alive in our life. There are tremendous opportunities that people have to live in the zeal of God, and that's what he's told us to do. Finally, last and not least today, is commit your all to God. God so much wants us to really sell out to him, not holding back on in anything and letting him be in complete control. Complete control. That's like when you're driving a car. I don't like the idea of they talk about these cars that have uh, automatic drivers that you don't have to drive. You know, I think I would still want to have the steering wheel and my, my foot close to the brake because I want to be in control. Well, people, we've got to let God be in control of our lives, of every issue, of every direction. If we want to live in long-term commitments, we've got to. To let God direct us. A person totally committed to God can rejuvenate their contacts. And what I mean by that is simple language is they can encourage others by their spiritual fervor, by their zeal. Your own Christianity can be contagious when the love of God is portrayed in a positive matter matter that others want. We had a lady in our church, her name is Lynn, and and she was influenced by lady in her office. She was, a, I believe, it was a secretary or assistant to the a general in the Army or in the, one of the armed forces. But there was a lady in her office that just so lived Jesus every day that she finally asked her, what is different about you? Why are you this way? And the lady told her, it's because Jesus Christ is first place in my life, and I've accepted him as my Lord and Savior. And Lynn went on to accept Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior, and God started directing her life. And she's one that I shared about years ago, a number of years ago now, that had a death experience that was that she went to heaven and 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 saw her dad and and saw angels and the presence of God and didn't want to return. It was a great the story. It was an amazing story, but because of one lady who had an influence on her life that showed her what commitment was all about, that she lived Jesus. You know, it's time for us to take up the cross and follow him. That's what Matthew 16, 24 through 20 says, take up the cross daily and follow him. You have an opportunity to commit your life to the greatest cause ever, the cause of Jesus Christ. I hope and pray that you have totally committed your life to Jesus. And if you haven't, do it today. Jesus, I love you. Commit to him. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.